United Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. It's good to be back, Pastor Corey, for another edition of the Church on a Hill podcast. And it is a soup supper edition, right? Soup supper edition. Um, yeah. So we're having our virtual soup supper. We got soup up there. Uh, we're recording audio and video. Yeah. Uh, we have a new camera that we're trying out. Uh, so hopefully uh, all of this works. Uh, I found this weird sign. It says the Strategic Organization for Uniting People. Very strange. That's unusual. Different kind of soup. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, do you want me to go get some soup while you yeah, start? I guess. A couple of announcements and I'll... I'll do my best. Okay. You just interject when I mess up, okay? Yeah, whatever. So, uh... uh looks like my bread. I think perhaps it is. Okay. So, <laughs> we are, uh, of course, in the middle of Holy Week, or almost in the middle of Holy Week, and we had a... Uh, a great Palm Sunday and a Palm Sunday talent show uh, virtually. For those of you who may not have caught that, I encourage you to go onto YouTube, uh, search Palouse Federated Church, uh, scroll back through our Facebook page if you want. It's posted there. Uh, very fun talent uh, that was had and or shared, and we had a lot of fun. And uh, that was, of course, a, a fundraiser for camp scholarships. So if you want to make a donation to uh, help make sure that kids get to camp, you can do that. Um, just go to PalouseChurch.org, click on the online giving button, choose camp from the menu, and you'll be well on your way uh, to helping kids get to summer camp. Um, what are you we talking also about have a so couple far? of... What? What are you talking about so far? So just, uh, we're in the middle of Holy Week, and we started off with Palm Sunday and oh. the talent show. Okay. We're two we're minutes in. We're talking about the talent show. got talent yeah. show done. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go get your soup, and I'll cover more. Okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, we'll do Soup Supper today, Thursday night, 7.30, live on YouTube and Facebook is our Monday, Thursday service. Bring your bread and drink for the Lord's Supper. Thursday, 7.30. Friday is our uh, service of the cross, or service of shadows. Uh, Good Friday service, 7.30, live um, on Facebook and YouTube. And uh, Tim might talk a little bit more about that, uh, but uh, Tim's leading the Good Friday service, Friday, 7.30. And um, we're going to hear the, the final sayings of Christ from the cross and um, yeah, so that's coming up. And then we will have a sunrise service of sorts at the Palouse Cemetery. Uh, it will be appropriate and social distancing will be involved. There won't be a physical gathering of people. We're not doing that, but uh, we're going to announce a couple more details about that. So look on the website, um, look on your emails, Facebook for updates throughout the week. Um, you know, we, if you're not getting our weekly email, um, Call us, 878-1509, or email tim at palousechurch.org, and he can get you the weekly email and the other updates, um, and you can learn more about what, what's going on. Uh, but we will have Easter morning services live, 9 and 11 a.m., and they will be live because of our new technology live on Facebook and YouTube at the same time. Right. Right. And you'll have that choice, so... Um, if you are watching this on YouTube and you don't do Facebook, you'll have that, that choice. And, and we will be having a link on our website that says something like, click here to watch videos or something. I don't know. <laughs> It'll probably say something more succinct than that. <laughs> Let's hope so. Um, so that's some announcements uh, about Holy Week. Anything else? No, I don't okay. think so. Um, oh, we had one more that uh, the Soup Supper... 
we oh, have yeah, yeah, we yeah. have two topics left to cover. We're doing one, one. of them today, and rather than uh, smashing it all into one, we've decided to do a special bonus episode. <laughs> yes. Well, um, part of the reason is today's topic is burnout, and the next topic was emptiness. And we thought just, if we did burnout and emptiness, Tim and I'd both be crying by the end of it. And yeah, yeah. And you don't want to see that. Who knows? Maybe we'll both be crying anyway. <laughs> maybe. I'm a little sad today. Are you sad? Having a sad so, day, but that's okay. Um, yeah. So we'll have a we will have an episode from the kitchen next week. I don't think it's going to be a soup supper. I think I'm going to talk Tim into maybe making, you know, creme brulee. Oh, oh, you think so? Maybe yeah. something else with a blowtorch. I don't know. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll have a, some kind of episode from the kitchen and talk about emptiness and how we can fill our stomachs to deal with emptiness. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just what, like maybe to say whatever comes our, to my mind. Maybe we should fill our spirits and our oh. souls with the uh, good news, good and, news yes. of Jesus and the hope that we have in him. And yeah. That's a good idea. You because are super if, spiritual, if Tim. If we just fill ourselves with food, we'll... It, self-medicating it, with food is... We'll blow up. Yes. That not be good. Um... Should I say thanks real quick? And yeah. thanks. We'll be praying for you during this prayer as well, whether you're eating soup or not. Father, thank you for blessing us. Thank you for always taking care of us. Uh, we thank you for giving us uh, the Holy Spirit. Thank you for uh, giving us the body of Christ, the church to be a part of. And I just pray for each person in each family that you'd watch them and bless over them and, and help us in this time. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know... Uh, Tim, you were observing that last week we didn't uh, talk about the soup very much, right. and I think we shortchanged the audience a little bit. Yeah, and we had we had bread that was homemade and brought in, and we didn't talk about that either. <laughs> well, so. we had a very important podcast guest last week, Brenda yeah. Brown. Yeah, if you yeah. didn't see that video, you need to go check it out. But um, yeah, we had specially made bread from Betty that ends up there was a coffee filter baked into them for April Fool's Day. Right. I didn't know. I ate right through that baby. And it tasted just fine to me. <laughs> it tasted really good. It was good. like a really good I actually, bread. I sent her a text yesterday and asked her for the recipe, sans the coffee filter. Without the coffee and, filter, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and so what did what did your, your family provide here? So today we have some sort of a sweet potato and kale soup. With, is that meat? This, um, sausage? Could be a chicken sausage. This is a new... Some onion? This is a new soup. I've not had it before. And I believe my... My wife provided a lentil chili. Indeed. And you've added the cheese and sour cream option. Yes, yes. I added the hot sauce option. Ooh, yeah. And uh, this is a great, nice chili. I love lentil chili, you know. And it's uh, local, local lentils. Local lentils. Yeah. Mmm. Wonderful sausage. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know it's kind of weird to watch us eat soup, and hopefully you're mitigating that by Ooh, this. eating your own soup. Yeah, the lentil soup. Very good. Ooh. It is good. It is. Yeah. yeah. If, you know, I had never even had a lentil. Before you came here? The, sorry. Oh, well, <laughs> folks, we have the door open. There's something And a fly around. just no, came by us. It was a big fly. <laughs> Or a bumblebee or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's still flying around. Sorry it? for freaking out. It's hanging out by the camera now. Oof. It is a large... It's a large thing. fine insect. That's okay. Um, so, yeah, we'll try not to freak out on you anymore. But, yeah, so great soup. 
uh, this week and last, all the weeks we've had great soup. So mm -hmm. thank you to our wives for making they're, sure we're well fed. and They're doing homeschooling and, yeah. and uh, cooking. Um, just awesome. And so I'm going to talk a bit so you can eat a little bit. And uh, The chapter for this week in Carrie Newhoff's book, Didn't See It Coming, is on burnout. And actually, it's kind of the chapter that sold me on having the church do this book. Back in November, I read this book at my annual prayer and planning retreat. And my wife had been telling me to read this book, read this book. And uh, so I read the introduction. I read, I think, cynicism chapter, and then I jumped to the burnout chapter. And and he he um, he gives, I think, eleven things that if you if you score six to eight of them, um, you're probably in beginning stages of burnout or low grade burnout. You score eight or above, you're definitely burned out. And uh, he talks about the problem of burnout, his own burnout that he went through, I think, in two thousand and six and his journey of coming out of that. And so talks about the problem in one chapter and what we can do about burnout. But I just want to say I personally related to it, and I felt like I was in the fall coming out of a season of low-grade burnout, of just um, struggling with some, some things, vocation-related. And so, you know, I, I, uh, I had related to six six or seven out of the 11 markers that he has in this chapter. And I was pleased to say I only related to five this time, Tim, okay, as I read good. through it yet again. So there's some improvement. And I felt like, you know, I was just, just doing better overall. And but, that's the whole goal, right? It was like you you, you became aware. Yeah. Which you is, developed awareness, which is the, like the first step, right? And yeah. then you're like, okay, now he gives us some tools to help us, um, help us get out of the funk that is burnout and so you've yep. made some improvement i hope so or at least you think you did yeah, yeah, yeah maybe maybe <laughs> everybody out there's like oh no yeah no, 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 uh, so let's just we'll discuss the um the problem a bit and then carrie newhoff's proposed solutions he he describes it or likens burnout to falling off a cliff that in your career um in your vocation your calling um you get to a point where you just uh you, you're losing satisfaction in it um, and maybe losing passion in life in general, um, you know, uh, and it's kind of, it's, it's, for him, he describes it as a complete falling off the cliff. I think he went into full, full burnout, um, and, um, he relates it to, he was doing so much for others, mm. but he wasn't taking care of his, his own, uh, his own soul, and, um, He's, he was in ministry, obviously, and one of the things he talks about is having a performance addiction or being always able to just produce and get results and do ministry. And I can relate to that of just, hey, we got to help people and keep keep producing sermons every week. It's called the relentless return of, the, of, of Sunday. You know, Sunday always comes, and for the regularly preaching pastor, it's every week producing a sermon that's supposed to help people challenge some, comfort others, and it's something I love to do. Uh, but there's been phases of my career where it's like that—that that relentless return of Sunday, if you, especially if you're relying on your own strength and not practicing mm, self-care, yeah, yeah. can get can get burdensome. And maybe God allows that because you're not taking care of yourself rightly. Um, 
So, so yeah. he equates it to uh, he equates it to a bucket with holes, right? Uh, he says um, it doesn't ha- matter how much you pour into your bucket if your bucket is filled with holes. So if you have broken practices in your life where you're not taking care of yourself, spending time with God, uh, taking care of yourself physically, uh, dealing with your uh, emotional life, financial life, physical life, spiritual life, uh, mental life, um, relationships, and if you've got a bunch of holes in your life, you can be having all kinds of accolades and achievements and and even have some self-care, but if you have more more coming out than's going in, you're not going to be able to fill up your bucket. And eventually you'll be running from And you're from not going to be able to bless anybody else. Eventually. Yeah, and that's where he got. He got into a real state of depression um, and even some suicidal ideation. Um, you know, and I, I haven't been to that, that point, although others I know have. Um, he did get to a point I did relate to of what he calls anthropophobia, anthropophobia which bless is you. the fear of people. I like people. I'm more of an extrovert than you are, for example. You're not an extreme introvert. You, no. You, no. But, but, um, but I have been at a point where just going through seasons in ministry that get overwhelming, that I, I developed not a, an on-purpose thing, but it just this uh, fear of the phone ringing, fear of being in a group of people. Would normally, my normal thing is that I love being around people. Right, I, yeah. I thrive on that, much yeah. more so than like my wife, for example. So... Uh, I could relate sure, that just he developed. Toss her under the bus there, huh? Just toss Tina under the bus. I there. think people know <laughs> Tina's an introvert. That's not a crime, uh, is it? Um, no, 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 no. It's not. He, but he talks about a loss of hope with uh, uh, with his burnout, and again, he talks about suicidal thinking. Even so, burnout can get very, very serious. Uh, if you read the book, and I encourage you to, if you haven't got to this section, you can go to page one fifty one, and you you'll see. The, the seven, or 11, excuse me, 11 signs of burnout, and you can kind of read them and measure for yourself whether you ha- how many of these warning signs you have or, or not. Um, and I won't go through all of those because I think our goal isn't just to do a book report here. You can, you can read the book yourself, and we encourage you to do that. Or you can uh, Google Kerry Newhoff, and he's got a ton of blog posts. In fact, most of his books are built out of blog posts and uh, podcasts he's written so mm. check that out uh, but he he uh, he encourages you if you have these signs to to seek help whether it's the help of a pastor Christian counselor if it's pretty serious and it's led into an addiction or you feel depressed uh, you might want to talk to your doctor your primary primary health care provider Um uh, but if it is a spiritual problem, and I like what he says, then spiritual problems have spiritual solutions. So even if you talk to your doctor about it, if it's a problem of you and God not connecting at its root, um, or you trying to do, do, do without getting help from God, then you've got to deal with that spiritual problem, uh, whether through um, uh, a Christian counselor or pastor helping you. Um, and so a lot of people in our society, when they get depressed, they, they go the medical route. And uh, that might help, but it's a medical problem. And doctors will tell you this too. A medical solution uh, won't solve a spiritual or emotional problem. Right, right. It, it might give you some help, but you got to get to that root. Right. So the, um, the follow-up chapter is called The, the New Normal, and it's, the, it's uh, the positive solution to the burnout problem. So 
Tim had already said it. The first thing is to notice that you have it, and then he says, number one, you got to tell someone, um, and you got to develop a group of people around you who can support you if you are really into to this burnout season. And if you've been leaning away from God, he talks about you got to lean, you got to lean into, into God. God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so how do you, um, how do you do that? How do you lean into God? Yeah. Or yeah. Do you have good question? Um, not necessarily even practices that he suggests, but like, what about for you personally? Well, have you any? I, yeah, I think the first thing um, is God can feel absent, but we know in our faith God God is never absent from His people, and He doesn't mm-hmm. forsake us. Um, and so, believing that God is there even when your emotions or your feelings are telling you otherwise. So, I think that's a really important. Thing to acknowledge and having friends or a spouse that helps you remember that uh, what is true uh, even if it doesn't feel true because mm. um, our world yeah, tells yeah. us feelings are just true and, right, right. and oftentimes our feelings mislead us so yes that's important yeah. um, uh, having uh, having people around you that will help uh, help you lean into God is important um, and uh, Doing things that you know are right, that have helped you in the past, or help other Christians, and maybe you haven't practiced some spiritual disciplines of prayer, solitude, fasting, worship, celebration, um, studying God's Word, uh, doing those and being obedient, and this isn't fake it till you make it. I, I don't like that phrase. It's it's doing it even if it doesn't feel effectual at the point. Uh, that it's happening and just continue to do it knowing that god god's word doesn't return void and getting into his truth and listening to it hearing it uh spending time with him um it, it's going to going to help you um so as he says i think what i've learned is obedience is greater than my emotions so sometimes just that that routine discipline of practicing our faith uh, you know, if right now, let's say with COVID, if you don't feel like turning on the online and going to worship and you're pouting and you say, I want to be there and I'm just going to strike. I'm just not going to watch it online. Right, right, right. Well, you can do that, but then, you know, you just chose to to not use an option that could help you. And to not be obedient to you, yeah. God's call for us to to worship people of worship. Yeah. yeah. And, and I can get the emotion of that, but don't let your emotion override that which is helpful and and good for you. Yeah. So that, so leaning into God, and I guess part of leaning into God is pushing against your emotions sometimes mm. and against the pain. You know, there's a lot of pain that can come with depression and burnout. Um, and um, so it's not denying the pain, but saying, okay, even though I hurt or even though I'm discouraged, I'm going to make some choices that I know are good for me. Or I'm going to ask my accountability partner or spouse to encourage me to do that which is good right, for me. Right. Uh, he encourages rest, healthy rest. Um, that's that's really good. Uh, uh, seven to eight hours of sleep a night if you can do it. Um, healthy distractions. That's really good during COVID nineteen, right? Uh, finding some things that you enjoy. Um, you know, on my Sabbath, 
listening to a podcast that is unrelated to my career field, my mm. calling. You know, whether it's a murder mystery type podcast or something else. I was starting West Wing trivia. West Wing trivia. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I started listening to like a, a ministry podcast on my run on my Sabbath the other day, and it was all about COVID nineteen and ministry. And like half a mile into my run, I was like, "What am I doing?" Because <laughs> my mind was just spinning about how can I apply this, how can, who can I share this with, and and I was like, "Okay, that's not bad stuff," but I know on my Sabbath I need to rest and just be distracted right. in a healthy way right. like let my soul just heal on the sabbath right. we all need that not just people in ministry everybody needs a sabbath weekly that's how god planned it um uh, yeah you know yeah. i um i have a i'm in a class right now at, at, for seminary and we have an assignment this week to practice sabbath like it's an assignment <laughs> and they say even that sometimes you have to plan for it yes. in order to make the right choices for you and your family mm-hmm. and for your spiritual health and your renewals like you got to schedule it you got to protect it. it and protect it yeah mm-hmm. so that's kind of a people think maybe you think it'll just happen in your life but in our world that we live in sabbath doesn't just happen no we got to be honest about that you've got to be purposeful about it and and for me that means turning off notifications not responding to anything that isn't a true emergency i'll, I'll respond like, to people are you there are you there <laughs> You stay away from me on Sabbath, which I is good. Do my best. Uh, he, so uh, he he talks about doing what you can, but not expecting too much from yourself. If you're in a place of depression, uh, not making big decisions if that's so, not where you're at, uh, and grieving grieving anything you need to grieve, not just the loss of people, which obviously we need to grieve, but maybe the loss of other things. And in COVID nineteen season, there are things that parents uh kids out there with school being ended essentially there's things it's okay to grieve and write about it journal about it um you know um go outside and scream if you want to i don't know maybe you get the wrong kind of attention there but uh, uh, we don't have much time so i want to just get to his kind of his last points and his mantra one of his mantras is live today in a way that will help you thrive tomorrow mm. yeah. so we burn out we end up we're, we live so many of our present days in a way that's not sustainable and so finding that new normal of living in a way day by day that's actually not uh, sapping our strength over time and we might have days that are exceptional where we that are really draining emergencies or crises or health things but overall developing a routine where we can thrive um and that requires self-care. And I just want to read this paragraph real quick to you. I read it in another class yeah, yeah. recently. But uh, he says, Nobody else is responsible for your health. Y- you are. Pray. Read your Bible. Seek life-giving friendships. Replenish your ener- energy. Eat right. Work out. Love deeply. These things nourish your soul. If you don't do them, nobody will. You've got to take care of your relationship, and then you'll be uh, strong enough to help take care of others. You've Amen. got to practice right self-care so that's uh, a good bit of his chapter there's some other good things but i encourage you to read the the section on burnout we're running out of time okay how's the podcast are we out no we're still good so i'll wrap things up okay